Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we're talking to the awesome Vicky Kiley from VK Performance Studio. Irish Vicky arrived in Phuket seven years ago, and her journey here has taken her from Canada, Saudi, convent school in Ireland, and Hong Kong. From punk bands to Bugsy Malone, Vicky is amazing and a real born performer. Talented, fun, and beautiful. That's Vicky, not me or Russell. This was a super fun chat. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. It's not about you, Russell. It's never about me. We haven't done this for a little while. Um, welcome back, what, Russell. Podca- have we not podcasted for a while? We haven't podcasted for a long like time. It feels like it's been a while. It has been a while. So, um, like a week. Yeah, it has been a week. Right, but okay. boom, we're back into it with the lovely Vicky Kylie. Hi. Is that it? <laughs> That's, That's right, your big. You just, right. That was a, the big build, like the big intro. Right. Come on! I know. I was Hello. so. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I please put your hands so together for. They told to me it. to be quiet because my voice is very loud. <laughs> and we're at your lovely stu- VK Studios. VK Performance Studios. All right, sorry, VK. All right. God, Jesus. Do your research, mate. Get it right. Fuck's sake. I don't like this setup. Aww. I'm finding that I'm the one. Professional. We're in your um, little performing room at VK Performance Studios. Yeah, Performance Studio. At Boat Avenue. Mm-hmm. Other boats are available, of course. <laughs> when did you... Thank you for sending me laughing at that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was close. When did you get to Phuket? I got to Phuket in 2014. And but why? I got divorced. Isn't that what you do? You get divorced, you come to Phuket. <laughs> Uh, mm, I no, I, I was living in. Um, <laughs> it happens here a lot. It I don't, does. I don't know. I've never heard of anyone saying, "Oh, I got divorced." Right, you go. To, but go I to don't, obviously, there's a bit more to it. Yeah, tell but us I more. I was tell living in gossip. Hong Kong, and it was just too expensive. And I was raising two kids on my own, so obviously uh, with the dad's help. But it just kind of made financial okay. sense to come here. And we, my dad had had a house here for like ten years before that, so we'd been coming here on family holidays and stuff. So I was like. So you so had a taking connection. the family house. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So you came from Hong Kong yep. after getting a divorce to Phuket yeah. to start a new life. Start a new life. You don't sound like you're from Hong Kong. I don't, because I'm not. Okay. <laughs> but I do have Hong Kong permanent residency. Um, I'm from Ireland. Which which part? The South Cork. Okay. I don't know. And do you know about Ireland? I've never been yeah, to Ireland. I know it's the north and the south. You've never been I to know Ireland. Cork is no. The south. Why do you look at me in Ireland? Like Really? Yeah, I've never I think been they either. would. They'd love taking the piss out of them, wouldn't they? <laughs> Why? Don't <laughs> you Why would they take the piss out I'm of me? I'm joking. Is it because no, I you're speak fine. I think you'd enjoy it. I think you'd enjoy it. Anywhere you go, people will take the piss. Oh, I was only joking. No, but <laughs> I am <laughs> serious. No, if, when it comes down to we haven't got this, but when it comes down to accents, I actually really like the Irish right. accent. But mine's not that strong. It's stronger than ours. Well, it's good, well yeah. You could probably do an Irish accent if you tried. <laughs> Come on, Russell, do your quick perk, an Irish accent. A quick Irish... Uh, top of the morning to you. Oh, jeez. Oh, well, Jesus. Christ. Top of the morning to you. You sound exactly like Tom Cruise in, uh, what was that Irish film he did? 
uh, with him Forrest and Nicole Gump. Kidman. <laughs> he played an Irish guy. Anyway, it'll come to me. Far and away. Far and away. Sure, there you go. Sure, he did it like that now. <laughs> so what brought you from Ireland, Ireland to Hong Kong? I got married. The same guy that I left <laughs> Hong Kong for, so there was a connection. Yeah. Um, I was in Ireland, so I had a performing arts school in Ireland as well. Um, and I met this guy, and we fell in love, and he went, he had gone to school with my brother. So, so it's your brother's fault, that's what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, and I was yeah. kind of the, I was, he had just come out of college, I was like the breadwinner at the time in Ireland, and he, he, we wanted to have kids, so he was like, what are we gonna do? I couldn't leave my business, it was, it was a one-woman show. So my brother asked him to come and be partners with him in bars in Hong Kong. So we both came over to Hong Kong, and I invested everything into my brother's business and to and Rory's my ex and yes yeah, so they did they were very very successful in the early years in Hong Kong. Lang Kui Fong. Lang Kui Fong. Happy days. Yeah, and we were up on Wyndham Street, so yep. it did really well. All right, before you two. Oh yeah, I forget you're a yeah, Hong yeah, Konger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on. So many vague faint memories of Lang Kui Fong. <laughs> I think that's standard. Yeah, just, I think yeah. that's the standard. Let's go right back to so you had a performance studio yeah, in Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, in so Dublin. is that so growing up that's what you wanted to do? Oh or? my god, Jay. I thought honest to God, I was like I, I would have moved to New York when I was fourteen if I could have to be on the stage. So I was really uh, drama was kind of my thing. So I was started off I did this incredible drama teacher in Ireland. She and she's still one of the leading drama teachers in the country. Like so many of her students have gone on to be in films and had Oscar won Oscars and everything. Um, so I was work. I was taught by her, and then I was mentored under her uh, at the same time as I was studying uh, drama teaching in college. So, yeah, she, I was. So from school, you you jumped. You, you found the drama bug. No, I went to university first, and then dropped out. <laughs> just but what were you doing at uni? Law. <laughs> <laughs> where did really that? Really wasn't for me. Yeah. Where did the first performance? When was the first time you realised that performance was what you wanted to do? Actually, it was in Saudi Arabia. This is just really well, screw my life. Screw you just, guys up here. I was expecting that. Yeah. Should we start again? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. On a podcast. <laughs> so, so growing crazy. up in Saudi Arabia. So I did grow up. I grew up in Canada and Saudi Arabia. My what dad oh, was right. a chartered accountant. And we travelled with him. Okay. So wherever his basically, well, I'm well, having well, the no, life no, no, my no, kids no, no, have no. now, right? This that, 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 third culture kid, or whatever you call us. So you were born. I was. And then <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, lads, born in Canada to Irish immigrant parents. And when I was nine, my dad got a job in the Middle East, so we moved. We had to go to Ireland first to wait for our visas. Then we moved to the Middle East. Whereabouts? Oh, sorry. Riyadh. Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Mm. And then when I hit 13, there's no school for foreign girls there, so I had to go to boarding school in Ireland. So that's kind of then... Oh, there's going to be stories so there. So in terms of growing <laughs> up in Ireland, you, you were a teenager before you sort of hit, yeah, hit the ground yeah, running yeah, in yeah. Ireland. Okay, yeah. cool, wow. Yeah. So going back to my question about the first, because I remember the first time I did something that made me want, oh, I really enjoyed that, and yeah. I would love oh, to yeah, pursue the passion of performing. Memory. Back to the time. What was it and what happened in Saudi Arabia that just went, wow, I love so that. I and did, can you talk about it? I got <laughs> cast in, but I was only 11, like 12. I got cast in Bugsy Malone as Tallulah. <laughs> and that was the bug was it. I didn't even know I could write. I, Irish people, we all sing, but I didn't know like about any of these auditions or anything. And the school were doing a show and I was like, okay, I'll go for it. And I got one of the leads and that was the... And that was it. That was yeah, the buzz. That was a light bulb moment. That's all I wanted to do, yeah. Mm. Because I was shite at sports, I wasn't, you know what I mean? So it was, it was finally somewhere where I could and shine and, yeah, and express myself. 
So then you went to boarding school in Ireland. I did. And you were still trying to pursue the... It's a bit young to pursue drama, but no, you were but still... No, but then when I arrived in Ireland, you know, I was a swimmer as well in Saudi Arabia, so like the Obviously. school were like, oh, she can swim. Everybody in the swims there. there. Yeah, in the desert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have yeah. swimming pools, you know? They do. Anyway, so... <laughs> I couldn't do that in Ireland, and it was I was like, what am I going to do? You couldn't swim in Ireland? They were playing hockey. Too fucking I never cold. played hockey. A lot I was of in water. a boarding school. All we had was a duck pond out the back of the convent. Like, that was it. Oh, so it was a convent. It was a convent. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Listen, can we, come can on. we just dedicate the podcast to that? <laughs> let's just talk about the boarding school. Let's, let's just talk about Chinese. Mallory Tower. What are you doing? So, at the convent, did yeah. they have a drama? They, we, what we did is we put on. <laughs> a, did they have it? There was a was lot it, of drama. Was a drama Jay. at the convent? Did I can't they have a drama? Yeah. Drama class is what I'd like to say. What we did was we, no, we didn't have. A, we had a drama show that was put on once a year, and this lady called Anne Kavanagh, who ended up becoming my mentor, she uh, came in and directed the show. It's like she would come in, she'd be smoking fags in the theater hall and sending us to buy her cigarette. I'm totally different yeah. day and age. And, and obviously uh, you do that with your performers now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they all get bags when they come in. Wait, wait. <laughs> Here I you go. Like, Cigarette for you. Yeah. Head off to Villa Market. Go That's get a joke. Give me a gin and tonic while you're there. Yeah. <laughs> a joke. I'm all above board. Yeah, <laughs> Shut <sure>. up, Jake. <laughs> so you fell in love with the drama. Not fell in love, but you, you, you felt strongly with this drama teacher. Oh, we did, yeah, we did Oliver, and I got to play the Artful Dodger, and it was amazing. Did you I, play? I auditioned for Artful oh, Dodger, Dodger when I was at school. <laughs> I really, really, really wanted the part, and that was my first the best time part. in the audition, singing on stage <gasps> and realizing that's that I could do it and enjoyed it. Wow! For the same part, didn't get the part that I was fuming. See, my first time Go on. was amazing. I was eighteen, and We're she was blonde. About drama. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> my first time was in the in the back of our house. This is still in the, no, back, gar- <laughs> back garden of the house, and we were trying to do the Sound of Music. Yeah. And I was a goat, and I did. Give us your goat impression there. Can you, you well, can I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I can remember the whole script of Is my... I don't think I said much, but I think I just had to... As a goat, you probably wouldn't. No, but it was more like I had to jump around and be a stupid kind of comical goat. How many goat. kids are in your... Well, this was in your backyard? Oh, no, it was only... I mean, there was... I don't Him. know. There was a few kids from the local area that were just showing a performance ah. to the parents who didn't really give a shit what was going on, to be fair. They were sitting there smoking fags and drinking yeah. whatever yeah. beer they were drinking back in the 1980s, 70s, 80s. I'm not 80s, that old. probably. But then I was in, um, I went for the Artful Dodger as well. Oh, did you? And I didn't get that. I got to be the policeman. Well, um, I got to be the I Dodger. That was my role as well. Were you the chief? I was a no, chief. No, I wasn't chief. I just wanted. Oh, the, the main Mr. Part, Bumble, was it? Mr. Bumble? I, didn't, I don't know. I just said it was I Chief Bleepson. My whole thing was I had to blow a whistle it. and point while the strobe light flashed. And that was us chasing, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, upset. Oh, this is Sandy Music, not. Oliver. No, this was after oh, Sound of Music. So oh, I've done many, darling. I've done many, sweetie. Yeah, done sweetie, loads. darling. Sweetie. sweetie. So, so you became the artful dodger. Man's yeah. role, but you did it. That's well, fair it enough. Well, it was an all-girls school. Like, I had to do it. Sexist, in my opinion, but that's so fine. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So where was it? And then you really wanted it to be... You said you did law. Yeah, so I went... I actually, first I did... I started studying arts at UCD, which is one of our main universities in Ireland, and I was miserable. So, of course, my pa- I was like, I want to be an actor. And my dad was like, well, stay in college, Vic. You know, like, so why don't you look at law? Job. Law, there's a lot of performance in law. <laughs> Haven't you seen any in law? In Irish law, maybe in American law, in Irish law, it's like you're studying tort and contract law. And it was, I swear to God, I wanted to pull my eyes out. <laughs> so I did a year and a half and I dropped out. And then I went to the Gaty School of Acting, which is our 
kind of the main actor. You say the gay school of acting. The gaiety, Jay. The gaiety no, school. No, I heard, no, I heard you that heard too. Can Sorry, I ask, it's everybody. During this time, were you, was there any amateur dramatics groups that you were in? And what about... Them? During college? Oh, yeah, I did like a lot of fringe festival stuff. I did Mort by Terry Pratchett. And I love Terry Pratchett. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, like bits and bobs. And then I did some <laughs> crime watch appearances where I was a rape victim. <laughs> and then the people, in my mom, the people in my mom and dad's town thought I was actually raped, but it was like a uh, reconstruction. Was this was on the stage? Like no, this was television. Oh, this was Crime Watch Jay, stage. this was my television debut, Welcome to darling. Crime Watch stage show. Was I was raped. <laughs> it was bad. I didn't see him. In the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was my TV There's debut. There's a whole rapist story to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's leave, move along from that. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so you did, you did law, thought, no, I'm not going to be Perry Mason. I had enough of that. Yeah. I'm going to go and do drama. Yeah, so I went and studied acting. Were you playing any instruments at the time? Or was it just oh, the drama Oh, my God. Stuff? In parallel, I was in a punk rock band. And yes, yeah, so I was singing. Yeah, so here, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were in a punk rock I band. was indeed, but more like kind of Green Day punk as opposed to Sex Pistols pop, punk. Do you know right. what I mean? Pop, pop punk. punk yeah. With um, four other, I was the only girl with four guys. So I I've had like four brothers. Like I had no life or dating life for those years. Um, and what sort of stuff were you singing? And were you oh, all originals. Okay. Yeah, all original stuff. And performing on bars yeah, and Everywhere, like all over the country, circuit. mostly in Dublin and some in Galway and Cork. Um, we did a lot of Battle of the Band stuff. So we, we came in first place to go to Burning Man back in the day when Burning Man was just starting up and then uh, one of our band members couldn't come so we had to forfeit the... Oh, fuck. Yeah, but it was kind of dwindling out then anyway. Um, and I was moving. I'd started my company in my performing arts school at that point, so I was kind of, yeah. And when you started the school, what was, your, what was your idea? What was your sort of target market? Kids, and, m and I was doing pure acting then, so I was just teaching acting as a craft. And, oh my God, I worked my ass off. I used to drive all over the country, so I'd set up different schools in different counties. And oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but I learned, I, I was mentored by Anne Kavanagh, so I'd worked with her, so I'd kind of get, been given this incredible wealth of information and class plans and everything from her. So, like, she trained, uh, like, so, so many famous actors. Like, she's just a legend. And for your, through your... Um, through your schools, were you running like you know workshops for groups? Were you doing sort of one-on-one -on -one stuff? Or uh, actually, no. It was all it was all groups. It was okay. all group. And then I was working in an inner city school in Dublin, which was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they like literally every teacher that they'd had in there, they'd ran them out of. So it was a really rough area in Dublin, but I absolutely loved it. When you did drama, sorry, I'm going back to the university because I did theatre studies. Yeah. And I hated it, and oh. that's what really stop me from really? probably pursuing what I wanted to like do. Like the history part of it. It was all about, stuff. I didn't care. Stanislavski. I didn't yeah. care who invented the backdrop and who invented the curtains. I just wanted to be on stage, on stage. and perform and, and have fun. And my other problem was all the people that were in the class were quite gothic-y, so they were really into their mm. like serious drama. And there's me that wanted to be Monty Python and wanted to do all the two Ronnie's sketch stuff. And that's the kind of stuff I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, uh, and just fell out of love with it well, completely. It is, and now I'm here. <laughs> Alone, <laughs> by myself. We're so honoured to have you. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's where we should be here for violin. So you haven't got the props ready. I don't know, play violin either. Oh shit! Oh well. You're Irish, of course you do. <laughs> fiddle. We call it a fiddle where I come from. 
No, that's something different. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, where I come from, fiddling is different. Yeah. Sorry. That's what the nuns said, didn't they? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Stop your fiddling. <laughs> so you got, uh, you found a partner in Ireland and went, let's do it. Let's move overseas. Yeah. Which was yeah. a great idea at the time. I don't, like, before I used to think I really fucked up. <laughs> now I'm here and I'm growing as a person. But you Just went to... Of interest. Sorry, was it um, uh, Rory? You say Rory, yeah. yeah. Had he lived abroad or anything? No. Oh, he'd gone to college in the U.S. So he, so yes. you know, he wasn't, you know, complete like. Great, well, no, because because you've grown up Canada, Saudi, yeah, so and for you to move to Hong Kong is no big. But it was right? already that already had causes issues in every single one of my relationships is my inability to stay still. It's like, like I've got that gypsy blood now. Yeah. Um, for him, he always wanted to go back to Ireland. Okay. Which he's back there now, and yeah. yeah. And you've never wanted to go back. I went back this summer thinking, just to see what would I think. I'm like, oh, Jesus, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry if it. any of my Irish friends <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> and a serious question, what is it about going back that you don't want to do? I think it's taxes. It's cost of property. It's cost of living, quality of living, the climate. I mean, the list goes on, Jake. As it's pissing down with rain. <laughs> yeah, it's but this is no, rain, I like this. Yeah, I like it's this, warm I like rain this as opposed to Baltic yeah, ice yeah, cold yeah. North Sea rain. As I'm sat with my hoodie on. Yeah, yeah in the Aircon. So, <laughs> um, so when you got to Hong Kong, you invested in your brother's business. Yep, and then I also <laughs> set up my own company there called Fusion Academy Hong Kong. So that was a school. So this was a new branch for me. Even though I had been teaching some singing in Ireland, this was like a whole, I really started focusing in on then the triple threat. So it was every student that came to me had to do drama, singing, and acting. So it was like a three-hour program. And of interest, what year were you there doing this? 2006 okay. to 2014. Yeah. Okay, cool. Were you there yeah. then? Doing no, your no, tinkles? No, no, I left. You were here, were you? Yeah, I was here. Yeah. I came here to 2005, I was here. Because mm-hmm. Russell, when we walked into the, um, the studio here, VK Performance Studio, Boat Avenue, thank you very much, Russell walked straight in and saw your Roland keyboard and jumped straight on, didn't you, mate? Well, He's bloody good as just, well. Just, uh, we'll, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go would that far. Would not go that far. <laughs> to I'm be fair. Nice. But are you are you excited to be here? Do you want to quickly do you want to do a tune? No, at the I absolutely no, I absolutely do not. Absolutely okay, at not. the very end, we, you can play something and I'll I'll please, record it. Bro. Yes, please, no. Please. We've said it now, so go you have on, to. Russell. Oh, go, go on, go on, go on, you will, you will, you will, you will. So Hong Kong, did you like Hong Kong? Uh, no. I had a love hate relationship. I loved, yeah. We made good money there. Like we. Were you on the island? I was on the island. Yes. We were in. Oh, we were mid-levels, then Happy Valley, then Titam, and then out in Clearwater Bay. So we kind of, yeah, I think Clearwater Bay is the exit. Once yes. you get out there, you're yeah, yeah. ready to go. Um, no, I loved it. I've made the best friends of my life there that are still like sisters and brothers to me. Uh, Sorry cool. to anyone in Phuket that knows Vicky. No. <laughs> yeah, well, we've moved on. At that point, they yeah, were yeah, my yeah. best friends of my life. Shut up, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> but you said your father owned property in Phuket. Yeah, yeah. So you'd Laguna. be coming from Hong Kong yeah, over for weekends? Yeah, we used to weekends. come with the kids for exactly like oh, for three had, or four days. You had kids? No, I had my kids in Hong Kong. Okay. I literally arrived, landed in Hong Kong, and found out I was pregnant the day I landed. Wow, it's a good plane ride. Yeah. I was just saying. Yeah, no, it kind of ruined my, you know, once everyone else was going out partying, and I was like, great. I didn't really get to enjoy Hong Kong nightlife until like a year later. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie, you were worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Honestly. I swear, you're, I love you, love you. Yeah, you kept me sober for a year. <laughs> for a 
first time in my life yeah. <laughs> that I've done that. Um, oh, by well. the way, guys, they're asking me really leading questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're answering them. You can yeah. say oh, no yeah, if yeah. you like. So you played the fifth. <laughs> yeah. the Unfortunately, a divorce, and then. So, but you had been coming to to Phuket, and then yeah. when you had your divorce, you went. Do you know what? Phuket's a place to go. Yeah, that makes sense. Where did that come from? Um, or were there other options on the table? Well, I think for, because at the time, Rory wanted, needed to stay in Hong Kong for work, and it just kind of made, we did look at Singapore as well, but it just, I think financially, mm. it was, and I love it here. Like, I used to, we used to come all the time. Yeah, um, So, I, it, I already felt very comfortable here. When you said you used to come all the time, where were you Oh, we'd to? stay in Laguna, like, okay. so, yeah. And then travel to the island. Like we knew, like we knew Thailand really well at that point. So, so no, it felt like a second home. Yeah, so it's an easy fit, right? Yeah, yeah. and then it was you know three hour flight for Rory could come and see the kids. But then he ended up moving here as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you need a video. Right <laughs> yeah, 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 at that yeah. point, uh, absolutely, yeah. It was great. For the How old were your kids <laughs> yeah. when you moved over here? Oh my god, they were young, like four and seven. Yeah. No, five and seven. And how five was that for them to move over? I guess they it was they're too young, so yeah. And they'd already been used to seeing like we'd already we'd been split since my daughter was like eighteen months, so they'd already been used to going to stay with their dad for like four days, and then me mm. whatever we used to like every second weekend or whatever they'd go to him. I can't remember yeah. what the schedule was, and he would still he was still flying over here, so nothing really changed for them other than, and it was so good for them here. My son was so active, and in Hong Kong, you've got to go to. Full organized play dates. I could just let him out and run and kick a ball here. It was so it's definitely a good move for us. But did you have plans to set anything up here business wise? At the beginning, no, because I didn't know how long it was going to last. And I was still hoping maybe at that point, I was like, maybe we will go back to Hong Kong if things improve. Um, and then after six months of not working here, I was going off my game. So I was like, <laughs> I need to work. I'm not a stay at home mom in any shape or form. So No, yeah. I'm trying to think when we first. I think it was at the, <laughs> I love this one, the Fist event. Oh, yeah. Was the first time that I think we properly with met. With Sandy. Met over a bit of fisting. Was it with Sandy? <laughs> what did we meet with before Sandy that? Porter. I don't know. I think it was the first oh, time Sandy, I met you. Because that's when you sang on stage, didn't you? I did. Was you that did? the event I sang with Moody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did We Will Rock You. We did. And we'll show you. That will rock you. <laughs> that's when I was doing the shaking thing. Because everyone had to shake oh. the... The plastic bottles with the straws in it. I'm sure they did. That's right. That's so yeah, true. that's what I was the doing. The second point when you did a video on this. <laughs> See, in my head, yeah. I know exactly what's going on. It's just yeah. when I yeah, it's just it's in your head. That's the problem, Joe. Yeah, that's very true. Speaking <laughs> when did we first meet? I met you early days because yeah. I got blue after coming back from. Why were you I sad? went to Tai Chi. I got blue. Yes, yeah. blue's my dog. All oh, right. I went to Japan. Blue. I work with yeah. blue. I'll tell you why. Blue. Hold on, hold on. Blue. Blue, like the yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Nice shoes, by the way. Have you but he's named after like Blue Cove in Japan. It's like a day when the dolphins aren't hunted. We call it a Blue Cove. So that anyway, that's another whole story. Like oh, you're a I dolphin, dolphin fan. Project. Yeah, I've yeah. I've been saving okay. this. Okay, yeah, now yeah, we're yeah, in yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're in a bit of trouble. Bring yeah. up dolphins in a minute. We have got a bit of time before oh, we Jesus. start talking. If you're about telling dolphins. me you're swimming with dolphins, we're not going to be friends. Uh, <laughs> I, no, he'd, he'd be there clubbing them. Oh Jesus Christ! I'll be double clubbing. Yeah. I'd have double a hammer fisting. in both hands, oh, and I'd probably have steel toe boots on. <laughs> Not that you could probably kick them underwater. That'd be silly. You would sink. Yes. God, this is worse than people tell me. Might get getting. No, I haven't. We'll bring up dolphins now. I have an issue with dolphins. Okay. I think they're overrated. Okay. And I think that people and you can argue all you like with this. Hang on one second. Hang yeah. on. 
Are you getting in the I'm middle? Get, no. Are you cold? You put, Stomp. I'm getting out of the room. Are you get- <laughs> oh, yeah, you're like, yeah. you're about to get hit, baby. Yeah. I don't like the fact... Are you cold? Do you want me to turn no, no, good. He's not cold. I don't like the fact... It's getting hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> Take off all your clothes. I don't oh, like the fact... Don't. that. <laughs> I didn't like the, 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 the swimming thing they had here where you can swim. And yeah. I, I totally get that, and, and that's fine. But what I do find is the overappreciation of dolphins as they are such lovely, cute, mm. loving animals. Whereas I don't think they are. They're I d- think they're bastards. They're loving to each other. They're not, I don't think, very loving to... No, they're bastards. Okay. That's why I don't like dolphins. But anyway, you're, you're big on protecting the old dolphins. I'm big on protecting at, at most of nature, Is to there be any honest. nature you don't like? No. Really? Spiders. spiders. No, I love spiders. Snakes. Are you mad? Okay, I don't love <laughs> snakes, but I'm fascinated by them. So if I see a snake, like I'm very happy to watch. I have a healthy from a respect distance. from a distance. Yeah. I'll like I almost that. stepped on a cobra up at the elephant sanctuary I worked at, and I nearly threw a mic on top of the snake because I was like, Whoa. but no, I'm like I'm pretty good with nature. I didn't used to be, but <laughs> since I moved to Thailand, I'm. I'm okay. What was it that got you involved in the whole saving dolphins? Dolphins. Oh, my sister was like, you need to watch this. I always loved, uh, there was, when I was a kid, I had dolphin posters on my wall because I, did I didn't think they were bastards, Jay. I thought they were <laughs> lovely. <laughs> They're bastards. We have a difference of opinion here. Um, and my sister was like, you have to watch this documentary called The Cove. And I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I yeah, watched quite. that and straight away I was onto the organizations going, how can I help? What can I do? What can I do? Quick fire question. Did you watch that or have this interest prior to being in Hong Kong? Um, I wasn't an activist for sure. Not. Okay. Did you go to Ocean Park and see the show? I had there? gone to Ocean Park. I had done the dolphin experience in yeah, Ocean okay, Park. Yeah, yeah. So that was my whole thing. I like I did this whole transition from someone who'd gone and I didn't swim with dolphins, but you stand in the water yes, and they yeah, come yeah, to yeah, you. And feed them and stuff. Yeah. Um, Were you special needs? I thought it was only special needs kids <laughs> with dolphins. You just called her a spastic. I think I've got a bit of ADHD. I'm not Does sure that count? Were well, you allowed to use the word spastic? Spastic, no, you're allowed. You're no, you're allowed to use spastic. Spa- they've they've the spastic society. You're, you're Can we have it back now? Yes. Brilliant, you Joey Deacon. Oh Jesus! I'm, I don't <laughs> think we're allowed to say that. Though. Is that one not allowed? Oh, I raised money for Joey Deacon for a blue Peter appeal, and then he died about two months after we raised money for him. Just saying. Did you, Did want, you want to raise money back? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. My ten quid didn't go very uh, far. I can't have back. Give me my money back. I got a blue Peter badge, which got me. They uh, were huge. I, well, the blue Peter badge. Yeah. No, I mean like they were huge, as it was a well, big Peter deal was, to yeah, have but, it. Yeah, but I had one, and I think I got half price to get into the Jovic York Centre or Viking Centre. Anyway, it's all right. Lucky um, you. So you're a dolphin enthusiast. So so, so you came to Phuket <laughs> to save dolphins. Kind of. It's going well. Um. But then you decided that you needed to do something. I did. So I had already arranged that I was going to Japan before I moved here, actually. So I was campaigning here before I left for Japan. Uh, we did a showing of the Cove at Central. I can't remember who that was so with. So you did a showing at the... What did you... Yeah, and I can't remember who did that. You it wasn't... Um, it wasn't... What's the guy who's WFFT? He came down for it, though. What's his name? I can't remember. I know, I know the guy. I, anyway. I can picture him. I know you WFFT, World Friends Foundation Thailand. Edwin. Oh. Edwin. Um, Not Bandasar. No. <laughs> anyway, Edwin does amazing work. And we did a showing of the Cove, and then I went to Japan. And Sorry, we the Cove is what? I, am I the only one that doesn't know? You have to watch it. Do I? Yeah. Is you that you, you, you actually enjoy it. Is that where they get they all the dolphins into the, 
And then they killed them. And where do they do that? That's in Japan. In Japan. a little town called Taiji in Japan. Do they not Taiji, do something yeah. in Iceland Taiji. as well with the? Yeah, they do the pharaohs. Mm. They do the. It's called the Grind. They're with the whales, though, are they? Pilot whales. Mm. Pilot whales. Okay. Actually, they just slaughtered almost two thousand dolphins there the week before last in the pharaohs. For like. And what do they do with it? They eat the meat. Okay. Yeah, but, but it's highly th- toxic. Like it's high. It's so high in mercury and. Don't um, eat dolphins, kids. You shouldn't eat them. No, no. I'm, I'm very happy to say don't eat dolphins. <laughs> I still think they're bastards, but don't, don't eat, eat the dolphins. bastards. Don't, <laughs> eat, don't <laughs> eat the bastards. Yeah. You can put your hand so over the Don't eat the homies. Hole. Don't eat the bastards. <laughs> little hand over the C- blowhole. C- carefully you say that. Don't do that either. No, just don't do that. Just don't listen while, to Jay. Just to piss them off and just say, stop being a bastard. God. And then you let them breathe again. That's what I say. Just hold the child just under the water. Just a little bit. So VK Performance Studio, the, the light bulb moment. Um, oh, I started teaching in my house, like so, just going, oh, let's take a few private students, and it just, it just grew. Um, so I was teaching like no, that works. some of the kids from UWC, I'd like, <laughs> and then I moved into my like my the maids room at my house in Laguna. I turned that into a studio, and then I started teaching in there. And then when I met Mike, we were uh, we were like, okay, let's like expand this. So we ended up here. And how long have you been here for? I think we're in our third year now. Here being Boat Avenue for the... Hang on a second. When was COVID? So about two and a half years. Two and a half years. We got here. COVID started right after we moved in. Yeah. And so just tell us a little bit. Year and a half. So VK Performance Studios here at Boat Avenue. What is it and what do you do here? So my side of the building... This is the the business pitch, by the way. This is my business pitch. You can be serious now. Okay. I'll try. Is it good? I'm gonna jump in at some point. Okay, he's gonna mess it up, my bitch. Um, Back to (laughs) blowholes. Back to blowholes. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! (laughs) That's what she said last night. (laughs) I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, so what do we do here? I teach singing, drama. We have a dance studio. So there's uh, Mina. She teaches contemporary jazz, hip hop. You name it. She's a legend. What's contemporary? Kind of where they lie on the ground and they. Roll oh, around, okay. and it's, it's very pretty and slow and... And not for you. I know, I'm not a dancer, so I'm not a dancer, so I'm not, that's the tr- part of the triple threat I didn't Well, get. luckily for you, <laughs> You're like, I can do it! Hello! <laughs> Plie! <laughs> so yeah, um, and then on the, in the other studio, Mike teaches everything. <laughs> Piano, Mike guitar, drums. He's a business partner. Yes. And he is more of the musician, musician side? Yeah, 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 he's like... But he's he's a teacher, but he's more like a performer and producer. So you basically the, the two of you are covering everything. So you yeah. you're doing more of the drama side of things. Dramas and singing. But you also do performance um, enhancement for just speaking. Yeah. Sorry, we I haven't do. explained that very well, have I? No, you probably need to public help. speaking. <laughs> yeah. Do I come for class? I'll give you a discount. Do what? 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 <laughs> so for public speaking stuff like that. Yeah. A class. I can help with that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I do some speech development with, yeah, I do, like, whatever. Anything in the performing arts that you need. Um, I had a very broad, like, my training is quite broad, so. Do you find you get a lot of students that are coming here more, less for the dramatic side of things and more for the confident side of things? Yeah, like, it's different. In Hong Kong, I felt I was babysitting, like, they were just getting rid of their kids to do, like, to tick the boxes. Here, I think the kids actually really want to do it. Right. Um, Yeah, I get a lot of kids coming, and it's amazing to see them grow and shine and that's what I'm good at I'm good with kids I'm good at bringing out the best in them and I think yeah I think that's my special what I what's different to anybody else that does it um, 
Yeah, I love it. I absolutely live and breathe this job. Like, I, there's not a day I resent coming in here. That's lovely. Yeah, it's That's not. I'm really hear. lucky. I didn't like. I'm so lucky. To not like Russell. He fucking hates hate. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hates them. Yeah. Oh, it's weird that he chose this career. Yeah. Isn't allergic it? to dogs and everything. Allergic. <laughs> <laughs> All he was trying to do was to learn how to lick his own balls. I mean, yeah. that was the only oh! thing he did. Keep falling off the couch. Shall I leave that there? That yeah. Mic drop. He's pretty good with those little. I've seen <laughs> what, licking balls. What, my balls. <laughs> <laughs> with the dogs. <laughs> Look at the dogs' balls. <laughs> I've seen videos of you with. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Who showed you that? Who showed you that? <laughs> oh, the internet's a great place. Um, oh, good lord! I've seen videos of you with puppets. Oh yes. Okay, so this is another project separate. Yeah, so tell us about this project. Yeah, this is my, this is supposed to be my retirement plan. I'm like, I want to create these online lessons um, just to help kids at home. Like, so online or YouTube um, to bring my lessons to them. So I just use the puppets. In what way? To help them with speech development, confidence. Sorry, no, but more, you haven't, Tyler, talk talk us through your little puppets. Oh, Marty the Monster. Marty, he's from your part of the world. (laughs) Marty's my English puppet, and <laughs> so, you broadly put me in England. Yeah, just you're England. England. Okay, are right. you London? You are London. Essex. Yeah, well, close. Close. Closer than you are. It's like saying are you Northern Irish. No, it's not. No, but it's close. It's really not the same. That's that'd be like saying am I English? <laughs> yeah. Okay, are you English? Let <laughs> like me saying no, you're Australian. No, it's just, you just don't. don't do it. No, don't. I knew do that. you were like exactly. around London. Essex boy, I, I, okay, I do have an estuary accent which is different from the Cockney accent which mm-hmm. yeah. the Londoners will have. But anyway. Anyway, so that's Marty. So you got your puppets. Poor Marty, now I'm terrified for poor Marty. So is this something um, that you want to you progress that further? Yeah, I really enjoyed, I've loved puppets my whole life. So it's, and it's cute. When I'm doing it with kids, I don't have to be a ventriloquist, which I can't do, I've tried it. Hmm. Um, so they don't, the kids aren't watching me, they're just watching the puppets. Um, and it's just amazing to see what a puppet does with, the little kids, and they really believe they're alive, which is astounding to me. And is it is it more to do with the? Some the of them are scared. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that too. Some but also, there's a they're detached from you as an adult, as another person, and it can attach yeah, the themselves. Yeah, the puppet acts as like a bridge between yes. me and it, so it's a really powerful learning tool because the puppet makes mistakes, which allows the kids to feel like, oh, I can make mistakes too. That and it's equally, all the right. puppet doesn't judge them. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I'm really encouraging with to Marty if he makes a yeah. mistake, and it's just it's if double the power of the lesson for for. So some you don't reason. punch Marty in the face when he. I fucks never up. punch but, but Marty, on, Marty in front of people. <laughs> If Marty makes a mistake, surely that's you making a mistake, so surely you should tell yourself off. I know, it's really complicated, isn't it? That's why they think puppeteers are nuts. Well, well they are. They are. They are nuts. It is it's a strange bit. I don't want to become a pup professional puppeteer. This is just yeah. for like educational purposes. But if Jim and Henson comes calling... You know. I'll go. <laughs> and then I've got Coco the Crow, who's a really shy... And she's female, and she's really shy, and she's kind of the, the tool I use to get the kids to come out of their shells and to use their voices, because I get them to help her not be so shy. And that's magic. And she takes them under her wing. She takes literally oh. and figuratively. Oh, beautiful, Russell. Russell, I, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Russell. Write that I'm down. Write, write that, that down, down, sunshine. You can have that. <laughs> you, you can have that one. Puppets have been used throughout... I could, looking back from yeah. from growing up, time. there's always puppets, and even mm-hmm. before Russell was born, there was puppets. I kind of I would love a little like children's show gig, but I don't know if I'd want to. 
into a studio every day but yeah I'm really enjoying this new outlet and I'm writing all my own kids music um, Mike and I are going to put forward an album and I have a friend in California that she'll we're going to like put together a proper children's album and launch that in the US was like, this this new project was this something that was born out of COVID or something that you wanted to do it just anyway? came to me I was like why, do, why don't I make I was watching YouTube videos sometimes I'll use them in my class I'm mm. like I can do this Right. And I can write better songs than what's... Because they just churn them out on YouTube. And I'm like, if I actually put some thought into this and I can make it educational, that it's not just... So, like, initially, I was like, just do a YouTube channel. And then I st was chatting with eMedia Asia, who have been brilliant with me. And, they, like, they've filmed everything. And they were kind of like, why don't you try to sell it as an online... Because of COVID, sell it as online lessons. Online course, so that's yeah. where we're going with it now. But it's expensive, man, to create these animated videos. Mm. It's... Yeah. You need to find a cheaper media company I to know. help you. <laughs> In <animator. laughs> but surely with puppets, you don't need to animate it, do you? Not with that, but that's only one section of the okay. of the lesson. So there's like there's songs, there's uh, singing, there's actual songs that I write, and then there's yeah, I'll show you. It's it's like 15 minutes, and it's bro broken into like introduction, and there's a hello song, and there's an introduction with me and Coco saying what we're going to do in the lesson. Um, then there's a song, either an action song or a game. Then there's the bit with Marty with the piano and we do the tongue twisters. Um, so th there's a whole formula to it. And then each lesson is themed. Um, yeah, so we're getting... No, it's I've very done, cool. I've seen a couple yeah, of I'm trailers. Yeah, really, I'm really I've, excited about it. And you're great with it because you do act like, you know, a Complete dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, you, I'm no, that cringe act, person that you're like... No, but oh. you act fun. And you act right. like it's engaging, you know, and, uh, engaging. And, yeah. and for a kid, that's what you need to be. And that's, you know. and that's it. And like people are like, how do you do this job? I'm like, I don't know. You've just got to give them 110. percent No, it's no, either you've got it in you or you don't. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I love it. I know it's so lame and cheesy, but I absolutely like. I love it. No, it's interesting because my kids go to um, jujitsu, and I don't want to go too much into it, but there's a couple of coaches there, like Nando, who's absolutely oh, amazing, amazing with kids, uh, and, and just gets it, understands mm -hmm. it, and can talk to them and. They That's engage with him, and then there's others that might not be so. And it's you know they might be great it's coaches, a, but yeah. if you you know it's a very different thing Working teaching with kids. kids. Is it, as, 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 as with dogs, you've no, got to no. have a special way, right? No, completely. You really do. You yeah, really do, and so you've got to have a lot of patience. And and this but, is the thing, Jay. I felt like this was my I, my whole life. I'm like, oh, I love singing. I love this. And then I was like, my gift is with young children. I know that's where I shine the most, it's where I'm the happiest, it's where I get the most out of it. Like people watch like me in my class with the little ones and they're just like, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't know, but this is, this is what this powers what me for the rest of the day. Like, it's Just out of interest though, I mean, obviously your bread and butter, your bulk is working with kids, I'm guessing of all ages. Yeah, really, sort of, adults, you know, from little, little ones to, I've got adult students. Well, that, well, that was my, my, my focus point. So I'm guessing most of your students are, I'm, late teens and younger yeah that's, yeah that's the bulk but you yeah. also do have lots of programs that you run for adults mm -hmm. and are you finding is that a growing sort of element to what Actually, you I've do so many inquiries i'm so full i don't even have the time at the moment like i've brought on victoria to take some extra mm -hmm. singing so i'm really lucky at the moment that you know the classes are doing well and, and from an adult perspective what what are they coming to you for a lot of them like kind of always wanted to sing yeah. like shy to right, yeah. or yeah I've got one girl, Emma, she's fantastic. And just see, within two lessons, she, her confidence is just, yeah. I, it's, it's really fun. Dealing with adults, they're far more terrified than kids are I coming can, in I here. I can imagine. They're so self-conscious and like like I, shaking. And I'm like, it's okay, sit down, let's have a chat. Like yeah. it's, I had singing lessons two years ago. How did it go? It, it was, was it, 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 knock, it, knock one out, Jay. 
Oh, God. I do, I do most nights. Um, um, I was terrified. Yes, I was terrified. Very. And it was, look, I've performed in front of hundreds of people. Uh, um, and being an MC or yeah, DJing yeah. or, you know, just joking around. I've done stand-up gigs. To stand in a room and to sing to a guy, Pete, his name, a lovely guy from um, Gary and Debbie's yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah, Great teacher. A great teacher, yeah. amazing guy. But it was the most nerve-wracking, scariest thing. And I just felt so embarrassed by the whole thing. Aww. But I needed to do it. One, because it was a goal I'd set myself was to go yeah. and have a singing lesson. But to be in a room one-on-one with someone you don't know and singing. And a bloke, too. And I a guy think there's like was for adults just or ab- weird. Yeah, yeah. But Full-grown I'm men, so like pleased I did it. Because one, I, I learned how to sing one song. So I'm very happy yeah. I can sing one song averagely, sort of-ish, kind of. But two was just to go through that experience. Here's a you question know, for uh, you. Huh? Here's a question for yes. you. For me, Jay. For you. Yes. Uh, and I'll, I'll be interested in your take on this as well. Okay. From a, a performance perspective. Yeah. Which did you find scarier or more nerve-wracking? Singing in front of your coach one-on-one in the studio room or actually be on stage singing the song? Which sounds like an odd question, but think about it. No, I tell you the answer. It was being one-on-one in the studio. 100%, Because right? at that time when I sung on stage, because you were there with yeah, me, yeah. I'd, I'd had sung on stage before, or I'd sung in bars, and I'd sung in, but mm. had a band behind me, and people, yeah. were, I, I was just backing singer. But also, but, there's the performance fun element from being on stage. Well, I knew that the stage, that was... Because you like to perform. Yeah, and I mm. enjoyed that performance side of thing, because it, and I was, ner- I was nervous as hell, for sure. The, 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 Biggest thing I found more difficult was dance. I dance lessons as well, mm. oh. and that's what I found I really hard was the dance lessons because know your limits. What I didn't like oh, about limits. that was mirrors. So at least with the singing lessons, you're looking at eye to eye, yeah, and you're yeah. in a room like this, which doesn't have any mirrors, and yeah. it's you know, and it's fine. All of a sudden, you're then in front of a mirror dancing, where you can see yourself and how shit you are, <laughs> and that you're feeling very insecure and up, you know, and you're nervous, and you're one on one with a, someone as well. So the whole thing was just horrible. And the whole pink leotard was maybe not. A the tutu <laughs> was nice. I like the tutu. It was good. I mean, the shoes hurt a little bit on the toes. <laughs> to be fair. But um, would you would you encourage adults to do that? Like if they've got this. Like, I think it's so, it's powerful to go and get yourself out of your comfort zone. Russ and I have have, have talked about this, because this was all, (coughs) this is all part of my mental health and getting through a divorce and getting through depression. I set myself some challenges and goals I'd never done before. And one of those was to have singing lessons and to sing on stage Mm -hmm. properly. And one was to learn how to dance. And so I went out and did both. And I would recommend that anyone who's never done it to go and it just sets yourself a new goal. Yeah, it, whatever it is. Yeah. Painting, it doesn't matter what it is. Surfing or yeah, yeah it, exactly. Yeah, go yeah. try surfing. Try something new every few months. Yeah. And even if you don't, you know, you don't follow on with it afterwards. You don't have to go and buy a whole brand new surfboard mm. from talking of eMedia from their Ripple Surf Shop. Little yeah. cheap plug for them. But you can try it in Kata. And I was down in the and you know you can do these things. And I think it's really good for your mental health, especially mm. now, where we've all been stuck for two years and it's been crazy times. Trying something new. Even trying the old piano, keyboard. The old piano. Tinkle the old ivories. I'd love to tinkle your ivories, Russell. <laughs> I'll tinkle your ivories. Do you ivories want me to leave? <laughs> You've got an hour, then I can come. <laughs> um, do you believe the earth is flat? What? No. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Are you going to try to talk me out of it? Do you drink Guinness? Let's go really stereotypical. I drink, when I'm in Ireland, I drink Murphy's, actually. Oh, do you? Yeah, or Beamish. But like a Murphy's. I will drink Guinness. She's not bitter. Um, <laughs> Good. What's the... Oh. Don't point at the lady. You can, it's fine. Now, what's the Irish liquor called? 
Bailey's. No, the... Jameson? No. Whiskey. It'll come to me. Oh. You're useless for us. No, I Bloody just... Bloody How long are we going to be here for? Gunpowder gin? I no. don't know. Absinthe? No. Vodka? No. Gin? No. What's it made from? The, the Do you know, we're breaking a lot of rules here because we're just naming alcohol. Yeah. F- fast forwarding away, there are people listening to po- this podcast screaming at it going, it's whatever it is. But anyway. Irish liqueur? Yeah, it's a spe- it's a, like a homemade, home-brewed, pub brew. Thank you. There we go. Moonshine. It's lethal. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a fucking brutal. Right, we, right, we'll cut all that bit out. Right? <laughs> just go straight to that. No, <laughs> what's it called again? Pachin. Pachin. No one will understand is that. Is it an Irish liqueur? Pachin. It's fucking brutal, that Isn't stuff. Isn't that French fries in Canada with gravy <laughs> cheese? Is that um, What about it? What sort of things have you got on your bucket list? Oh, wow. I've actually done, I've ticked quite a lot off All my right. bucket list. Yeah. Oh, I'm just showing it off. Clubbing um, dolphins. Would you like to ride on two dolphins, stood <laughs> up, <laughs> holding them like you're, you know. I can't wait for that one. We could do that together. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the dolphin. No, no, I've got images in my head that I don't really need. Three yeah, of you, really. You need to feel every hole. The we'll, we'll stop there. Need to blow holes out of this. Um, my bucket list. I want to hike to just to base camp at Everest. I would love to do that. And I, I want to go to South Africa and work with African elephants, if possible, They're one enormous. day. Yeah, I'd like to work in one of the sanctuaries there or, yeah, even though it's dangerous, I think. Yeah, after working with the elephants here, I'm, I'm inspired. Oh, we haven't mentioned, you've worked with, we didn't mention elephants here. That's I know right. you said that you were well, yeah, up in Kaosok. Yeah, I'm working with a sanctuary up in Kaosok. You should just, just so tell it, because you've been doing that recently, yeah, haven't you? A year and a half now, yeah. So I'm going recently up there again on Sunday. So you know how, like, well, the African elephants... Well, it is ele- a year recent, a year and a half. You know how, like, the African elephants are, are bigger? Yeah. It's is that racist to say that? Very, it's very racist, but it's very true. Um, yeah, they're huge. They're they massive. are amazing. They're like two tons heavier than the Asian elephants. And when you see them, yeah. when you see them coming out, it's just <laughs> that's good. Rice doesn't so matter. <laughs> don't put weight on. <laughs> what are we like? I know. Um, we um, we interviewed Cam from the oh, nature yeah, 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 yeah. Phuket Nature Elephant Reserve. Thank you. He's got Bo, right? He's lovely. I think the. He's got one female elephant? He's yes. got, yeah, he's got but two. there's two? There's two up two. there now, yeah. Great. Yeah, there's a bit of lesbo action going on with the <laughs> elephants, I think. <laughs> Hell, they um, like to be together I don't think there is any lesbo action for you listeners. Yeah, Just tell us about, sorry, I'm, um, Also, I'm working in Kaosok. We used to go up to Kaosok, oh, we, you know, all the time. Mm. <laughs> we used to go, like, at the weekends. And I was staying at our jungle house. And I was like, is there anywhere with ethical elephants up here? They were like, no, but there's this guy, Kaosok elephant, ele- it was called Banchang at that time. And they're looking to change, like they're looking for ideas. So I was like, Yeah, I'm in. Straight over with one of the hotel girls to translate. And he was open to working with me. So they literally transitioned from trekking camp to sanctuary. We're not fully sanctuary yet, but we're getting there. But um, yeah, so I've been working with them. And then far more heavily in the last year and a half since COVID hit. Yeah. Um, but I've been raising money for them every month. We've got a lady in Hong Kong who just, she sends me like 17,000 baht every month. and. Yeah, but we're still struggling. It's crazy. Like, we no one expected us to still be in this situation. Yeah, no. <laughs> As we know. <laughs> and then some, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I go up to them every weekend, and I do a live feed on Facebook and try to generate some money. So if anybody would like to donate, I know there's everybody's asking for money, but... I've not asked for money. But every little helps. 
We will no, I mean all the sanctuaries. No, every, all the yeah, animals yeah. turn places are looking for And look, I think we've fed enough people now. It's time to feed the elephants. <laughs> um, and like people say that to me. What about people? Like the people come first. I'm like, there's people attached to these elephants that are in dire straits. So it's not. Yes, yeah, so no, I'm like, your money is well. going to help the mahouts yes. and the families. Do, do they have money for nothing? Hey! <laughs> and oh, the next time it's not appropriate. Um, we, will, <laughs> we will put the links to all the charitable works that you do. Because I think, I'm joking a lot. I um, know, but I, I but think the it's important. Thing. No, the dolphins I do hate. No, no, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the <laughs> one thing he's not joking about. Honestly, yeah. I've seen so. I, I just, I can't take it when you're on a boat. The dolphin, dolphin. It's, like, oh, it's just a fucking dolphin. I, I guess Aww. I've just seen so many in my time, and you know, and when you. Well, you poor thing, <laughs> seeing wild dolphins in the beautiful waters of Phuket. You've got such a yeah, hard life. <laughs> You put a plastic bag over their nose, though. It's oh really useful. Oh, my God. <laughs> dear Lord. Dear Lord. Or one of those plastic cups you get your iced latte in. That fits nicely. No. no. But Sean no. Stanning, who I love, because he, he's been a huge help to the sanctuaries. Well, he's donated so much money to us. Oh, is he, he just goes, He takes you. He takes everybody to see the wild dolphins. If you're not like Jay and you'd like to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to see. No, if you do want to see wild dolphins, go on Five Star Marine. We interviewed Sean. He's a lovely. He's he a, he is, is one lovely. of the nicest guys we've ever met, yeah. apart from his bad hair. But <laughs> apart from that, he's lovely. Is there anything on your, anything on your bucket list for business-wise? Uh, I know you want to do your Yeah, I would love stuff. to have a, like, a really successful YouTube channel. I think that'd be... I'd love... Yeah, my aim is to have create something that's going to passively earn money for me. That Because I, I can only... I've got a ceiling here. I can only earn so... Yeah, God, look, I've yeah. got two ceilings. Yeah. I uh, do like the colour of this room, by the way. I think it's lovely. But I can only earn so much money. There's only so many hours so many I can hours. teach. So yeah. I don't... like. You're not getting rich as a teacher anywhere. No. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm starting to panic about so my where pension. Does my, <laughs> where does my money go for the international schools? Because... I don't know. Yeah, don't quite. Know oh, maybe mm. those guys make money. But like, yeah. I have people that rent the studio too, which is good. Like, Carol teaches Pilates here. So there are other things to do. Yeah. She's amazing. Um... Yeah, there's like there are there, I'm trying to figure out more ways to grow the business mm. so bucket list yeah the BK creative kids channel I would love that to be successful and earning Make well, sure I recommend anyone adult child to come here it's a lovely little studio and there's ample parking yeah you parents can shop very easy to get access the nails done. Yeah. get the nails get done a beer. have mm -hmm. a an alcoholic beverage Go to a workout Go to a workout Get it Inside in. joke. Yeah. <laughs> get it in. Um, I don't know. We, we all get it. So is he. On that lovely note, Vicky, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank, Thank you for you being so on. Thank you so much yeah, for having me. Us. Please You're come welcome. in and try it out. And, and Mike's obviously next door as well. So if you want to learn to play the drums, guitar, bass guitar, he plays yeah, every no. single instrument ever, I think. Yeah, he's he's a man. nice man. Um, <laughs> but obviously he come is. and see Vicky because Vicky's a nicer one. <laughs> yeah. And I love dolphins and elephants, unlike Jay. <laughs> Thank you, Thanks a million, guys. It Thank was so you, much sweetie. fun. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for us. Cheers, mate. Bye. Welcome back, my Jesus. <laughs> Bit of top of the outro to you. <laughs> top of the outro to you. I don't know. I'm making this shit up as we go. Okay. Well, welcome to the outro. Aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> so you go from off air making jokes about Russian and Irish accents to then just going aye, aye. To be fair, saying I was making a joke is a bit... That's beyond the pale. I wasn't making a joke. I was trying my best to do a Russian and then an Irish accent. And as we have discussed many a time, off air, my accents are awful. I don't you do... You are bad at accents, aren't you? I'm obviously. terrible at them. Is there anyone you can do? It's coming to me, Who? 
The fact you have to say who it is when you're doing... Raggy? Yeah, well, yeah. Rambokers. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, that was I Vicky. Do, I can do a Jesus Christ boy. <laughs> That's you just doing a cross. <laughs> Let's not upset the, the <laughs> Christians today. Um, that was Vicky. That was Vicky. I like Vicky. Vicky's great. She's nuts in a really, 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 really cool way. She's batshit bonkers crazy and love her to pieces for it. But I also know many parents that take their children there that are raving about her as a teacher, raving about the studio, the VK Performance Studio at Boat Avenue. And to be fair, I mean, knowing her as a friend and knowing she has a hugely bubbly, infectious personality and that, that for sure comes across in the pod and the interview and all of that. But when you see her in the in real life, my God. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Terrible gypsy-looking oh, woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, she's, she's awesome. She's lovely. But, and she mentions this also in the interview. It's not just that she's really passionate about what she does. And it's not just that she's really good at it. It's, it's a real a drive for her. That's, her. that's her niche. That's her calling. That's, that's what I was born to do and I'm amazingly good at. And that's so true. And that's what comes across. No, I think you're right. And I think if I was killing dolphins, then I, I would be in the same mindset. You mean don't dolphins. kill dolphins, actually. I shouldn't say don't kill them. Just give them a little punch in the ribs. A dead arm. <laughs> Do they have arms? Do dolphins have arms? Give them a, a dead fin. A dead fin. Mm. No, I like Vicky. She's very, very cool. If you are looking to have singing lessons, or you've never tried it, or if you've never tried playing a musical instrument, go and give it a go. It won't hurt you. It doesn't hurt. It's fun. Well, what if well it's not fun. It's well, quite scary. If you're scary, playing a tuba and you drop it on your foot, it will hurt you. Oh, a tuba. Would that yeah, it's an old school. I wonder if they can teach tubas that he's old school. Didn't we should have or asked a glockenspiel. A glockenspiel. <laughs> glockenspiel and xylophone. I like that. <laughs> or a triangle. Can you spell glockenspiel? No. <laughs> no, I don't think I could. I could try. I no. could get glock. G. Is this not? No, we're not going to do that. This is probably not a podcast moment, but no, just for not. my own personal benefit. Okay. Uh, G. Glockenspiel. Okay. G. Glock. G. L. O. C. K. That's glock. Yeah. Un. E. N. Uh-huh. Spiel. Yeah. S. P. E. L L. I'd have gone Do S-P-I- you know how to spell it? Yeah. Okay. You no, you went too far off. Thank uh, you. S P I E double L. Sorry, what? S P I E. Anyway, that was the Jayla Shark and Friends <laughs> and Russell spelling <laughs> test. Well done. I wish to do a spelling bee. Anyway, no, I like Vicky. Go Good and check her out. Um, and also, if you can help out, if you well, if you do want to help out dolphins and you do want to help out elephants, the we'll links are in the, the description links. below. Yes. And do you know what, Russell? This week, you don't have to say the next bit. <gasps> Little secret oh for you. No. But you're gonna oh have to, no! You're going to have to wait I'm so excited. and listen to this podcast when it comes out. So I can't say... The, wait, hang on a minute. You've stolen, my, you've stolen my line. You can say whatever you want, Russell, but the podcast is now finished. You've stolen my Thank line. Thank you, listener, for listening. And I'll let the person that I'm going to do the next bit do the next bit. I fucking hate you. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Do you still want to do it? And then we, you know, the no, listener can see. I don't give a shit about PhuketPodcast.com anymore. <laughs> I don't give a toss that Shark 13 Productions has an array of amazing podcasts on that website. I don't give a flying monkeys about any of the amazing content that you have put together at Shark 13 Productions and hosted on the PhuketPodcast.com website. With the exception of Barcast, which is a fucking amazing podcast. And our new one, the Sponsorship Experts Couldn't give podcast. a toss about that. Just came out last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. If you're into sponsorship, go and check it out. Thanks for your time, Russ. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, bye. bye. Follow us on Facebook at Jail Shark and Friends.
On Twitter, at Phuket Podcast. On Instagram, at Phuket Podcast. But the best place to go is PhuketPodcast.com. The Jail Shark and Friends and Russell podcast was created and produced by Shark 13 Productions.